Make Ellie famous, you want to know? Yeah, yeah I just realized I should write some advertising. Uh, <laughs> Give me a card. Okay, so we were discussing a sugya that had two parts to it. Our last sugya, Chukasayim, and the Keep It Up Aim. We're talking about monuments and Rabbi Yosef's concern that it might be the Yisro Chukasayim, even if it's not pizza stick and it's not written over the Zara. But he seems to hold like the Gaim that if it's borrowed from the Gaim, even if it's not rooted in Pritzus Kishra for Avodah it's still a problem. As I mentioned last night, uh, Ramesha seemed to hold like the Gaim as well. Uh, there are another two applications of this that I'm going to put in because they were asked recently and it has to do with this concept. Uh, father of a young lady here in one of our local Beziakovs said she had a birthday party coming up and they had this game plan that they were going to do this, uh, what did you say it was? Pinata? 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 Okay. So it has a streichel over the, uh, or one of those wiggly, wiggly lines over the, uh, over the letters. So uh, you know it's not English and that obviously gives more room for concern because most of the things rooted in paganism and Avodah are uh, came from other countries. South America is a great example. This has come from very popular Mexico, and of course it comes from Europe. I'm already trained, as all of you are, from learning the Sugya and that if it looks funny and it doesn't look very Jewish, it's probably least ourselves chukasayim because again the chash, the mere chash, the mere suffix that maybe is rooted in Avodah and quite often within three minutes you can confirm it's rooted in multiple. Of what is our in pagan practices, and this uh, pinata thing is no different. It's uh, painfully obvious that despite the uh, nice, colorful, different thing they have with all those toys and candies in it, and it's supposed to take up baseball bat or whatever you take. I'm, I'm very learned in this now. I had no idea what it was beforehand. And you smash it open, and all sorts of toys and candies uh, come pouring out. That that's not a very Jewish thing, and the person was concerned. When they asked, and I confirmed their suspicion that it's chukasayim, and worse, because it's not even a suffix, whether it's rudinavarazar, which again would make a iser bavados for chukasayim, it's actually rudinavarazar. It's not a varazar today because if they're not doing it l'shem kach, it's not the avarazar part, but it's still absolutely al chukasayim. And again, if it's a sound bite, you never learn this sugi, you tell this to somebody at a nice birthday party for a seven year old, they look at you like you had five heads. Like, what kind of chumra is that? This is not talking chumras. This is the sugi chukasayim. This is exactly when it's a problem. And those doing it also have, I'll get to one second, uh, if you look at the sources for these, which are, again, heavy duty in Mexico, South America, and it comes from different rights, R-I-T, uh, from Europe, uh, the same type of people who often would be putting little things under bushes in December with all sorts of things back, they would you know, sometimes hit it then and it would also explode and open up with, with all sorts of presents and... We're not into any of this, and it's not a Yiddish custom. According to the Gain, Pashas would be also if it's barred from them, and it has no rhyme or reason. You're saying, well, it's fun. Okay, if it was fun and it wouldn't start off as some uh, part of a ritual, a sacrifice to a god, we'd have less of an issue with it, as in baseball and football and soccer, as we discussed last night. This has pretty uh, nefarious uh, underpinnings, and um, uh, Pashas says one should not be doing it, and there has to be something more fun to do at a party. So, uh, remember while we were learning this a few months back, I think Aaron asked me, uh, 
as something suspicious he's starting to realize about pin the tail on the donkey. I never researched it. There probably is. <laughs> it's a little bizarre, come to think of it. So uh, there's checkers. There's chess, the girls' party. They could, uh, I don't know, uh, play Machanayim. I don't know. what. Do, uh, there are plenty of things that uh, nice little girls can do at a birthday party. And um, I'm not going to write the script because there are women who are more expert uh, than I am at doing that. But it doesn't have to be this. So if you planned it, now, Levy, you, had a, <laughs> you look perplexed. Everybody besides with Chus and Gala walk down the aisle. No, that's from the Gemara already. That's an old Yiddish custom. They had they had shushpinim. Whether you need the white carpet or the red carpet, they, they had shushpinim walking in the chasmah. Yes, that's documented heavily in the Gemara. That's a pretty. Now, uh, the other thing with the flowers, with the petals, that's somewhat questionable. And as we discussed, the majinka is also uh, somewhat questionable. Uh, everybody always panics when I mention that, but. Ushers are probably something like shushpinim in English. That's not, uh, again, that, that part is not very yeshivish maybe, but I, you can't say an usher is a person who's um, friendly with the chasen, I hope. So that has makar already. Can't answer that. Again, there's things that we don't do because it wasn't the full meaning, but it's not chukasayim. Not everything is a, it's a chukasayim, but there are certain things that are chasenas that have been picked up uh, from not such great places. Uh, but again, birthday parties, easy to entertain. We have, anybody who has the money to make a nice elaborate party has the money to entertain the people. And uh, as we discussed one time at Ashir, probably discussed a little bit in the Chukasayim as well, you can even get a magician if he explains very well that he has no powers of Kishuf. And this is all an optical illusion and sleight of the hand. And um, then Ramesha at least is Makel on that, although the Chayadim and many others, as Ramesha himself brings down, and we're very upset about it. They were doing it in the time of the Chayadim. The Chayadim says you can't do this, even slide the hand is also. And Ramesha sort of mentions that uh, he doesn't want to go against the Chayadim and all the other Chayadim that say it, but Mikra Dini thinks that if he explains it and it's clear that he has no powers, it's mutter. So that might be an option at a birthday party. You have what to rely on over there. Uh, but uh, we'll let the party planners take care of that. That was uh, one. The second one, somebody called also Davrabita Matayv. He knew he was going to talk about the monuments, so they figured they would ask some old Chukasayim Shailas. They want to know about a tattoo. So a tattoo is in Isadraisa if you cut open the skin and fill it with ink. It's in Isadraisa if you cut open the skin or you just uh, do part of what the Isadraisa is. There's a Machalik Sacharinim, how much is a part. Some can say if it's uh, ink, that will stick forever or a long, long, long time. Even without the cutting, it's done as the Rabbanon. Some say no, it's got to be some cutting involved. That's already a shayla. If it's the type of tattoo that's clearly temporary and washable and will wash off with perspiration over time, um, showers and the like, Pasha says it's not even Asr Midra That's the Pashtas. Out the sugi of tattooing. Then what you're left with is the shayla, is there an Isil Chukasayim? That's a more serious shayla. Again, according to the Ramah. If it's not inherently preacher's dick, if the tattoo you're getting is um, the first Mishnah and Elim or something, 
I never saw that one, but uh, just something to remind you if you're learning. Then you can't say it's pizzastic, and you can't say it's rooted in Avodah certainly, Rahman Islam. So the Ramah would hold this Mutal Gamre. The Gra would again say that, that it wasn't a Jewish thing. Tattooing certainly wasn't Jewish, because original tattooing was done when it's in the Dereza. So it's barred from the Gayim, and even in a format where it's not in his Dereza or in his Durabanon, one could be concerned about Chukasayim. So one shouldn't do it. What we are making with both mitzvah tattooing and the lack of chukah same is when you go into a theme park and they go like this, theme park that has no pizzas and that has no other games that involve chukah same. But they... Uh, no, they're worried about... I always have to say the disclaimer. You're laughing. What? <laughs> uh, they're worried about... You're asking the, the Israel Bonnet of tattooing? No, Saying, people tattoo makeup now. Yeah, so that we did mention during Shaivavim, actually, because it has to do with chatzitza issues as well. Um, But uh, yes, that tattooing is, some of that is real tattooing. And that's an Issa Teresa. Yeah, that's tattooing. What is cutting? Cutting Cutting means they're making a groove and they're dropping the ink in. That's cutting. Yeah, cutting doesn't mean with a sword. That was the old. That was the old way of doing it in, in Canaan. Uh, it means they take a needle. There's a. Yeah, that's cut. The reason that's permanent is because it's going into the skin. Yeah, that's a problem. That, skin. The skin, as we learned in medical school, has many many gradations. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's not clear in the pasuk how deep you have to go, but that. Do you does a person believe when they get a real tattoo? I've never had one. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what? If it's on soft parts of the body, yes. They put it if you on. Get it here, it might not bleed, but if you get one here, it's gonna bleed. My guy never makes. What's it? It's ble- it's gonna bleed because they're cutting when you go into any part of the skin. You're gonna bleed. It can. It's just a needle. It's a prick. It's okay, but the needle is, is putting the fancy machines putting in the dye as it as it goes in. That's that's, uh, that's a problem. I assume the reason it's permanent is because uh, the more permanent it is, the more of an issue it's going to be. But it's, it's, it's not. It, it's just. It's a. If it's, it's a color, it's a, a It's like um, if you take a sharp, it's a sharp. No, if it's not going into the skin and it's permanent, then there are. Some pays can say it's an Israel some say it's Mutlagami if there's no cutting involved. Uh, that wouldn't be a Chukasayim issue necessarily because that doesn't look goyish. That looks like eye makeup or whatever no, they're trying to. Right. Yeah, so that wouldn't be Chukasayim. Wouldn't be Chukasayim. And if it's only, uh, if, it's not, if it's not cutting in or not, the needle's not going in, which you're telling me it is a little bit, no, you have to no, judge how. That too? Now it's a permanent makeup. Permanent makeup, I think. Is the you do some research? Let me know. I I would think the reason it's permanent is because they're going in a little bit. So you want to calculate between how many how many epidermises they're penetrating and how many. Okay, so one would have to see first. First, do the research. Let me know what's going on. Then we'll. Uh, okay, we'll uh, we'll see. Mitzvah Shem will get back to that on Monday. But again, the here we have uh, the possible cooler. It's not going to be cooler. It might not be al tattooing. It's not an isdereisa, or maybe not even isdurabonon. If it's just ink on the surface, you have to be concerned there might be a chukasayim issue suddenly according to the gra. But how's tattooing chukasayim? If the Torah tells you not to do it, meaning normal people would do it. No, it's right? in the context of all those people in the context of don't do what the goyim do in the Zion Amim and all these uh, crazy menhagim that they have. That, 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 is, that is exactly the context. It sounds like it's part of the general chukasayim. As a matter of fact, if you remember the beginning of a chukasayim a year ago, 
we spent a while explaining why is a separate pasuk hukasayim. Either it's avodazar or it's kishuv. It's all the, the psukim. Or the, the answer is even when. We're not sure it is, but if it might be rooted, that's what the answer is, or according to the guy, and if you're just copying them and you can't, can't nail the guy, I thought we were going to stop using that expression, on, uh, on a particular answer of Kishof and Avodazara, that's where the Chukosayim steps in. But, so um, if a guy gets a tattoo, you give a tie for that and a Chukosayim? Guy, 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 guy giving it to Zayver Lefnei, guy giving it to Zayver The guy was getting it. The guy, guy was getting it. and he's Zayver you could be over. You're asking if you're over on something where it's a double iser and you have. Can you be over on Avodazara and Chukasayim? Avodazara is a chiyamisa normally. No. I think it's Yesh Bacham Masayim. It's an interesting question. Can you be over on two things? It doesn't sound like you are. Kishuv is a posik, and Kishuv could carry with it a chiyamisa. Sometimes it's not a chiyamisa. Avodazara usually is a chiyamisa. Uh, there are aspects of it that aren't. I, I don't think you're over on both. If you're asking, do you get uh, Malkus? Most of it's a chiyamisa, so I don't have any. Seves kaka, if you held like the gain, and this is correct, this sushal is correct, that you, the gain would ask it because it's inherently a gayish azach, then they could carry the chiyamakas like any other chukasayim, yeah. I wouldn't be so quick to give malkas unless we are 100% sure, but that's the chash. Gemar malkas doesn't, uh, that's not, that mission in the third paragraph is not an exhaustive list. It's not an exhaustive list. It's not, uh, there, 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 there are other things that aren't on the list. The Ramam does say Chukasayim is Chiyamalkas. Just over here, this is a Svara. Before we'd actually give the Gamalkas, we'd, uh, we'd have to prove it. Okay, that was left over from last night. Let's start the next uh, subtopic. Go to your main copy. That copy we're going to go back to over the next uh, many months because I made two large sets, one of the Shochanach and one of the Gemaras. And as we start doing the next um, group of subtopics, we're going to have to refer to, uh, in this case, the Shokhanar. Sometimes we'll go back to the Gemara. And I'm not going in the order of the Machaber only because uh, some of the sugis are more nagea and some of the sugis are smaller. And I usually follow the order of the things we can uh, build on and uh, at least uh, take care of the smaller ones before we get to the more complex and more sensitive ones, even though we touched upon many complex, sensitive ones already. Uh, speaking of uh, sensitive, in Sif Chav Dalid, on page 5A in your large printout, I believe I scanned these already. So if you're listening and you can't find it, uh, please uh, contact us. We'll send out the link for the scan again. And if we fall behind, please feel free to remind us. Uh, and the main set again, 5A, Sif Chav Dalid. Two parts to this, the Machaber. First part, uh, which we mentioned outside already, is not long, but sensitive. Chayev Adam Machabed Chamov. You have to Machabed your father in law. The Taz is quick to quote the Bach, who was his father in law, who says there's no humor in the Taz. And he says, My father in law told me it's also your Shriger. I kid you not, we're going to read it inside. Uh, I am sure the uh, Taz, who never um, wasted 10 seconds of learning, but he didn't have to waste any time. He was able to put it in an interesting way. Your test in the Taz, on the right, top right-hand side. L'chabit chamav desiv. Quotes the Pasuk by David HaMelech. David HaMelech said to Shaul, after Shaul tried to kill him a number of times. So if you recall, David HaMelech came upon their camp. Shaul was in a very deep sleep. The Derech Neis, so was Avner, to the good fortune of David, because he would have been killed on the spot. And he tiptoes in, 
and he wants to leave a note that he was there because that way he can prove that he's not trying to kill Shoal. And the only reason Shoal was trying to kill David is he thought David was out to get him. He didn't have any sticky notes on him, pen and paper, and how do you leave a note you were there? So he cut off the corner of his meal, which is an unbelievable act of chesed. He could have killed him. You could argue he should have killed him. We discussed the Navi Shir land. What was the head to not to kill him? Had he killed Shoal, Avner would not have taken up the battle, even though he did later. But I reason to believe he wouldn't have so quickly. He didn't touch him. Could have killed him. He was sleeping. David was walking there with a sword. Could have killed Avner also. That's a deep sleep. He didn't because he wasn't trying to hurt Shoal. He loved him and uh, wasn't time for his malchus. And Shoal didn't have the correct information. So he cut off the kanaf and this act of chesed on David's madrega. He got schar for and he also got punished at the end of his life. If you recall, he had clothing that didn't warm him because Mavaza clothing, and he also patted him from Titus because he no longer had an upper confess because they only had three confess, which I find interesting because if you cut, I don't know exactly what it looked like, but if you take a sword and you cut it, we, in kapatas, we round it off so there shouldn't be a shayla of almost halfway up. For some reason, some, uh, some anti-Semitic person created the kapata. It's like almost bordering 50%, so every kapata has a shayla. Why do we want to give up on him, the shayla? Nobody else? So if you look at the bottom of a kapata on the inside, uh, vent, I don't know what you call them, right? They have what? Nobody feels <laughs> They want to give them the one I've ever the two before. Uh, so, uh, so they rounded it off. The minute they rounded it up, you know, it's a chumrah because it, it's not exactly 50% up, but if you ever uh, notice it, that's what they're doing. So when David cut it, did he round it or did he slice it? You would think he would have sliced it. I mean, what would have come out round? So, no, that was another scenario where uh, David was in a cave and Shoal came into the cave and Baruch Hashem, the spider, sped its web very quickly and, um, and um, Shoal walked in and says, nobody in this cave, this looks like no one's been here for 100 years. And uh, he walked out, used the facilities and, uh, and walked out. And when the spider spun its web, web, it was the quickest David was just there and that was, a, uh, that was an ace. So that was a different mice where he almost got killed. So anyway, just a side thing. And it's, it's under, if you have something that has a corner and then another corner, so obviously the cut went across, that it uh, doesn't have to be mama's round, but it didn't look like a four-corner garment anymore. Uh, be that as it may, David walked out, and then he went at a safe distance to the opposite cliff. And in the morning, he waved it, and he said, uh, Your Highness, see this? This is uh, yours. I was there. Could have killed you. I didn't. Doesn't this prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that I'm not out to get you? Lashon Yuz was not your highness. That's the interesting thing. If you look at the Taz, the beginning of your test, L'chabed Chamo, Desiv, Avi, Re'eh, Gamre'eh. Use the double expression for emphasis. Father. It was his father-in-law. Called him father. Please see what I have in my hand. This is proof positive. Of course, Avner, and Mama Adama the Gemara holds that Avner was punished for this. That's one of the reasons he was killed by Yayev is because there was a chance to make peace and Shaul was moved by it and Avner said, L'shem Shemayim, because Avner felt he was there to protect Shaul and he was also convinced that Dovah was out to get him. Avner said, Your Highness, it's not a raya. Maybe you went by a thorn bush and it got ripped in the thorn bush and Dovah just picked it up, just got lucky. Which is the wrong thing to say at the wrong time because Shaul was almost convinced and they would have made Shalom perhaps, not forever, but at least uh, give David some some peace. They bring a riot from here that he called him father, even though he's his father-in-law. 
That's the Bach. My father-in-law said, The din applies to your shvigar as well. Nobody really argues on this. Same din, mother-in-law, father-in-law. Doesn't make a difference. Take a look at Chav Beis and Lashach on the top left-hand corner. Chayev Adam, Kasev Abach, Tahenu, Shesamcha, Mixes, Lekavid. It's not the same level of Kavid. Samchu B'Mixes, Lekavid, which means that there is a facsimile thereof for the Kibbut of Aim of regular parents. Chayev Lechabdai, what level? K'Meshar Zekenim Chashuvim. Many people breathe an audible sign of relief when they see the shach. But, uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? <laughs> you notice that also? Uh, so uh, I, don't, I don't know if he disagrees. This is, not everybody agrees to this. Some say it's higher level COVID, but most of them agree with the shach, and it's not the same as parents. Again, in these areas, you've got to know where there's a chiv, and you've got to know what chiv trumps the other chiv. We've had a lot of that already with the mother, the father, who's the child listening to. Over here, the mother listening to her in-laws, if her mother-in-law says something and the husband disagrees, which maybe he shouldn't be his mother, or maybe he has a head turn into one of those categories that doesn't have to listen, she has to listen to her husband, not her uh, mother-in-law. And that's Pasha, because she has to listen to her husband over her parents, certainly over her in-laws. And um, he should be mechabed his in-laws, but at the end of the day, uh, whatever hetam you have, in the rare case, you don't have to listen to a parent, there is a more leeway when it's talking about in-laws. Uh, the biggest mechabed we had to date in this sugya was whether you have to listen to parents when it's not directly servicing them. Even the chaznish and many were machmer, but when it comes to in-laws, there's more latitude to be make all that if it's something they want, but doesn't really fit your lifestyle, you don't really have to listen. With that said, if you give nachas, not start up, it's a smarter thing to do, and despite all the mother-in-law and father-in-law jokes, more mother-in-law jokes, um, we try our best, and it's a tremendous Indian, and it's part of Shalom bias. You want to be mechabed then, because it's, you'd be mechabed the spouse also. Um, Shragi, you had, a, you had a question before? No? Would it be obvious that it's a bet between you, if you were in the room with your father and your father-in-law, your father says something, your father says something different. Yeah, so the shach is saying that's a, Obviously that's a different Yes, the shach doesn't, probably doesn't even have to tell you that. The shach is telling you that it's not, when there's a runoff, it's slightly lower and the parents trump over the in-laws. It's that the in-laws are kishar, zikenim, chashuvim. That's a few levels so down. So you're saying you always machabed zikenim, chashuvim. What? So the answer is it's not, you're right, kishar, zikenim, chashuvim sounds like Exactly the same, but it's not. It means you have to go out of your way, probably because we don't go out of our way to please and show outward cover to every zakin kosher we bump into. Maybe we should. Yeah, no, I, I was bothered by the same thing. He was asking, well, if it's mamish kishar, so the same way I would nod my head and smile and be nice to an elderly gentleman. So, I, so it's got to be somewhere in between. Maybe he's not a zakin. Yeah, that could be. Maybe he's not chashuv. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. 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 Although it's interesting. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't reach me. He's not sixty. He's not seventy. Can he be in his forties? Yeah. That's true. That, that's uh, well, that's that's somehow. But I. He could have saved his game of chasurim. The fact that he says Sha'ar's game of chasurim is much more that at the end was reached a certain age, and then he has to be mechavet them like his game of chasurim. Mm, yeah, that's the exact opposite of what Shragi just said. Yeah, I, I think Shragi, 
I think the Chiddush is when they're 45 and they're not Ziknas, either 60, 70, whatever, and they're only 45, they're not so chashuv that you would be mechabed them as their chashivas, you'd bump them in the street. Kamash Malon, you have to mechabed them. You're being medayed to work kishar. That's a good, it's a good said, point, no, but I, I, I then you really have a problem. Then you really have a problem. Then so what's the chid? So then they're not higher than they're seventy five. You meet any seventy five? You still have to be mechaber them like the shayers are getting chashuv. But you hold the asmi zakim. It doesn't have to be chashuv. Why you tefes not lashnachron? Yeah, that's. So I, I think shy. The pashim shot is that when they're forty five. Or the Natsal Chashuv, Yisrael, Simechab, then Gashar Zakanim, Chashuvim. And the only problem we have left then is what happens if they're 75 and Chashuv? So then there are two people in the room, Yashver and his old friend, and they're both, Siat Mechab, and the same. I'm not sure. I still think this, I, I, even with your Pshat, I still think you have to come back to the, it's got to be an in between. Okay, so that is, I'm sure we're going to get back to specifics on that, but that is the short version of the in-laws, Amir Tashem. Next week we'll start grandparents. Uh, the order is going to be grandparents, which I have, um, there are some fascinating mama chemists, and then we're going to go back to siblings, which is going to be very labedic, uh, especially for those who have many of them.